This is Not the Destination, the podcast about staying creative and discovering your path. Every week, we embark on a thought adventure to figure out what makes our creative clocks tick. This is a chance for us to recharge and take stock of why and how we want to make great stuff. This is Season 1, Episode 2. We're so glad you've joined us. My name is Tony Banta, and I'm joined by my amazing co-host, Nina Davidowitz. Hi, Tony. How are you doing today, Nina? I'm great. So we had to take a little bit of a break in our recording. So we, we, we took a week off, and now we're back. Yes. And um, I think we have some exciting thoughts to talk about today. What do you think? We always have exciting thoughts, Tony. We so do. how how was your week? Or two weeks, I suppose, since our last mm. recording. My two weeks were very busy with lots of interesting, what should I say, little detours, maybe, that nice. came up pertaining to a little bit of travel. So that fits in well with our theme today, which is plans or itineraries. Right. Um in the last two weeks, you went on a few trips. Yes, I've been away both weekends. Um, the first weekend, I was in New York City with my parents. Nice. And um, that was very unusual for me to be with them the whole weekend. And uh, this past weekend, I was at a women's retreat, a detox retreat. And that was really interesting, too. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, you told me about it, but I didn't know that it was a women's retreat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Darn. So I can't go to the next one. You can because actually at this one we were talking about how, you know, there's a lot of men that we know that would be interested in going. So um, it's just a matter of maybe finding different types of lodgings, Mm. you know, Um, maybe having making sure there are two bathrooms, you know, just stuff like that. Oh, good call. Logistical stuff like that. But yeah, definitely uh, men would love this also. I mean, it, it was interesting. Uh, when you were describing it, it, it sounds uh, it sounds amazing. It sounds mm-hmm. like I really would have enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And I I don't know I I don't know how to put this, but I wasn't like at first I wasn't super excited about going. I committed to it, and then I thought, oh, I don't know, I'm so busy. You know how things just get so crazy sometimes. And but then at the last minute, I'm like, no, I am going to do this. I'm going to go. And I got really excited just to be away for the weekend, to be someplace different. And um, I did learn a lot of interesting things. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So you said that it was full of of, of little detours from your plan. Uh, that uh, some of your trips, uh, you know, had some unexpected mm-hmm. uh, detours to them. Well, well, both of the trips were unexpected detours. Oh, you see what I'm saying? I do see what you're saying. Right, because th- this always seems to happen to me. But whenever I'm really geared up to get a lot of work done. And I'm in like the home stretch, like the goal is approaching. In this case, for me, it's an art exhibit that I have coming up. The goal is approaching. I'm like really gearing up. And then all of a sudden, someone gets sick and you have to travel, like, and you have to go away for an entire weekend, which would have been maybe 40 to, you know, maybe 40 hours of painting I could have gotten done over that weekend. Right. But sometimes your family needs you to be there for them for whatever reason. So that was like a detour. Yeah. And once I was in New York for the weekend with my parents, I really had a ball. I mean, it was it was great to connect okay. with them and, and all that. It was it was restful actually. Right. And then just the following weekend, also, I had this detox thing. <laughs> well, and that's more of a so, matter of of making sure to take care of yourself. 
Yes, you have to take care of yourself. And I think it, one thing I realized on that weekend was just like, don't just stop taking everything so seriously. You know what I mean? Like, okay, I have a show coming up. If I have one or two less paintings, is it really a huge deal? You know what I mean? I do. If no one's going to die because there are a few fewer paintings. Right. The world won't collapse. Right. Although stressing over it could make you die. <laughs> Absolutely. So if, if we bring this back to our, our th- podcast theme of traveling or being on a trip or a journey, sometimes you can plan ahead and have this intense itinerary planned. Right. Which I've, I've tend to like to do that if I'm going someplace far away, you know. Right. Plan everything out. Today we're going to do this, this, and this, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, stuff happens. <laughs> and sometimes we get derailed. We miss a yeah. train or we whatever. And, um, or, and then we could get like super stressed. I know the people that travel together, sometimes there is that person that's totally stressed out if you're not sticking, you know, exactly to the plan. Right. I am normally a little, you know, I'm, I'm open to discovering things on the way, but. Yeah. Um, I think I've been both of those people. Me too. Yeah. I'm the, you know, I think I've been the, the super stressed out person, you know, no, we have to, you know, like we have to, you know, hit this and this and this. And, and then I've also been the, you know, the wanderer. Mm-hmm. Uh, that can be comfortable just discovering new things. I think they are two different mindsets, though. Yes. So maybe the best question is why, when something doesn't go as expected, why does that stress us out so much? You're going into uncharted territory. Right. And having that plan kind of makes you feel safe mm. and in control. It's like you sort of latch onto it. Um, right. I don't know. What do you think? Well, I think that that anxiety, you know, and that, that, that trying to control, I think it, it comes from fear, right? So like we're afraid yeah. of something. Yes. I mean, maybe we've, we've spent a lot of money on the trip and we're afraid that it's going to go badly. Mm-hmm. Or maybe we've, um, you know, we, we have a tight timeline and, and we've developed some attachment to the the things that we're going to do along that timeline. Right. And a shift in that suddenly means we can't, you know, take a tour of that museum or we can't, mm-hmm. you know, stop and see that friend along the way. Um, and then we, we um, are, are fearful of, of that, you know, spiraling out of control. Right. Fearful of losing a chance to do something that might be a once in a lifetime opportunity. Right. Fearful that we're, uh, failure, you know, like fearful that we failed the, um, you know, the plan for the trip. Mm-hmm. And it's not that many jumps from that to the point of, of, you know, well, if I can't even, uh, like if I can't even vacation, right, then what can I do? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, and once we're in that spot where we're free falling, you know, we're, uh, we're totally lost. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're treading water or, worse or not or or sinking and slipping into the current yeah (laughs) yeah so so what's the antidote like what's the solution um you know when we get to that point and there's a detour Mm -hmm. or when we're at the airport and and because no one no one thinks of the airport as 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 the destination right right like airports are the most miserable places the first hurdle it's horrible it's so it's so terrible yeah and 
And so, you know, like we get to the airport and then we see on that sign that, you know, dreaded word, you know, mm-hmm. canceled or, you know, delayed. Yeah. And usually delayed is just a euphemism for canceled, I think. <laughs> it usually is. <laughs> Since, you know, something along your trip is going to end up being canceled. Right. It goose up the whole thing. Right. Yeah. So, so what do we, what's the solution? Well, I do have a solution. This well, is what I, this, <laughs> this is what I try to do. It has to do with um, being in the moment. You know, yeah. I keep going back to this. I think this is like my mantra. Um, but, you know, I, I do think that things happen for a reason. So maybe that delay, maybe there's some really cool person in the airport, a miscellaneous random guy that you, you just end up meeting because your plane was late and he ends up being like someone that you can do a project with in the future or just so happens he's reading the same book you're reading and blah, blah, blah. Um, Next thing you know, you have a new friend or a new connection or something like that. Or maybe the plane is delayed because something bad would have happened had you gotten on the plane. (laughs) But I mean, you could see there could be any number of possibilities. Right. So it's a good lesson in learning how to be patient Hmm. and how to give up some control. I don't know. Does that make sense? No, I think that makes a lot of sense. So why don't we talk about making that itinerary and we talked about being in the airport and seeing that, um, you know, seeing that canceled sign and, and, and that was beyond our control. And sometimes we have to move things around because they are beyond our control. Mm-hmm. Um, if we were, um, you know, when we landed, if we were scheduled to, you know, um, yeah, go to a meeting or see a friend or go to a show, that may have to move. So, what do we do when we have to rearrange that? Like, how do we replan our, um, you know, like our itinerary once it's had to change to to still preserve our priorities? Mm. Well, do you I know think, what I mean? Yes, I think priority. That's a really big word here because I guess you have to figure out what are my priorities. Mm. Is the business meeting as important or more important or less important than the? wonderful Broadway show I was going to, you know, you were going to see, you know, you have to sort of juggle and figure out. And that's always a bummer when you have to do that. You know, if, if you had several things you were hoping to get done and you have to leave some things out, it's a bummer. Because we want to do it all. We want to do it all. Where does that come from? We want to do it all. I was just reading about that in this, the best Buddhist writing of 2005 book (laughs) that I shared with you earlier. I will say it looks we like a really to do great it book. All. Yeah. This was the quote that um, – I'm just going to look at this for a second. So this whole idea of wanting to do it all. Um, this guy, let's see. I'm, I know I'm going to mispronounce his name. His name is Thanissaro Biku. I'll put it on, on our in our notes. And if you're listening, Thanissaro, we apologize. Please uh, send us a note and we're happy to uh, correct that and follow up. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. He's an American abbot. Okay. So he wrote this interesting article about the words dignity and restraint, which he says are two words that are not in our language anymore or not used very much because those concepts obviously aren't very important to us right now. <laughs> but how sad is that? You know? Certainly if you watch the news, they're Certainly, not that important. I mean, dignity and, and restraint I think was the other one. So anyway, he says our problem that we have right now is that we just want to do everything. Like we want to 
catch every passing whim that mm. goes by. And I really was thinking, that really struck home for me because every now and then I really get detoured like in crazy ways. Right. And it really made me stop and think like, okay, this dream of like building a house, okay, which I mentioned to you earlier, is it now really the time for me to be obsessing over and planning building a house when I can't really afford it and I don't really even have a piece of land? But it's just kind of a neat thing to think about. But it was taking up like tons and tons of my time. Hmm. Um, just all these passing whims. Like he says that we want to have our cake, you know, and eat it too. Um, and just how our culture is set up right now. And it's sort of like the bye, 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 you know, mindset. We're just inundated with all these products and, you know, exercise programs and new health, you know, requirements. And we just latch onto all these different things and we, we don't practice restraint, which so, is prioritizing and picking and choosing those certain few things that are really important that we should follow. So do you think that that happens because we're looking for a fix Yes. I think we're looking for a fix. I think we're addicted to, I don't know, what, what what would you call it? It's like the whole thing that you said with porn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was actually um, around our, our brainstorming for the name of the show um, in that we watch shows on the Food Network and on HGTV and – Food porn is an actual, I mean, like that's an actual name. We see mm -hmm. these lists on, you know, Pinterest where people look at it and then they drool and they obsess and, and, you know, we watch these programs on HGTV and on Food Network, but they don't lead us. They're not instructive. They don't lead us to say, Hey, we're going to make this, we're going right. to use this as inspiration. It's this, um, thing that we watch to get off on, on someone else doing it. Right. And and I think some of that does come from that fix, not just like the fix like a drug, but also you mentioned the diet program and the self-help book. And I think I try to 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 look at these things and and say, ah, this is the answer. This is the secret uh, that I've been missing. And and with this one thing, I will be filled. I will be happy. My life I, will be better. Right. I will then have, you know, only attractive friends and the <laughs> end, <laughs> you know, our lives will be like music videos and, right. and like, it's this magical fairyland that, that, that misses what I think is the point, which is, yes, we can have any of those things. We probably can't have all of those things, but we can have any of those things. But the way we can get them is, is by, is by slowly doing the hard work every day. Mm -hmm. And by focusing and by saying, you know, do I really want to have the most attractive friends or do I want friends that share the same values as I do? And will that make me see them and the world differently? And is it really important for my life to be a music video or <laughs> <laughs> right? can it, I'm like, is it okay that it's, so it maybe, is, maybe these are like distractions keeping us from getting our real work done. Well, I think that's. Uh, you know, I think that's a lot of, of what our struggle is. I think we treat, so I'll make this personal again, Okay. Uh, rather than saying we, and, and you're talking about people in general. I think for me, I definitely noticed that the signs along the road 
um, you know, of life, I treat more like a detour than, you know, the, the, the maybe valuable, maybe not piece of information uh, that it is. So that all of this stimuli coming in, this, this email that lists a sale at this one store or the ad that I stumble upon as I'm browsing the internet that, that says, you know, use this because I've been looking at microphones and things to, to improve our, our podcasting you know, recording quality. Mm-hmm. So now, of course, I'm getting ads because, you know, the internet's on to me. They know what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to sell me things. And, and it's so easy to see that and, and then get distracted and then to, to, to almost wake up, you know, an hour later having gone down this this long rabbit trail and emerging the other end no more wiser no more equipped to make the right buying decision just just anxious just with lots of of competing thoughts um, you know in my mind swirling around mm-hmm. and i think that's the 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 struggle and you mentioned buddhism i have a friend um that is a local attorney um and he he's been going to these buddhist retreats um, and, and I've, I've promised him that I'm going to go at, uh, uh, one point in time. Um, and he, he told me about this, 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 this technique that he learned in meditating that I love so much of, of if we can just sit there and, and clear our mind and begin to identify, to, to think of our thoughts as clouds going by in the sky and if we think of it like that, we don't have to to grab the cloud and hold on to it and 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 you know live in that one cloud. We mm-hmm. can just say, "Ah, that's an interesting thought," and let it go by, mm-hmm. and and remind ourselves that that I am the thinker of the thought, right? But I'm not the thought, so I can let that go by. You can I pick can and bring choose. it back. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's as we're going down the road and we're seeing all those signs, you know, we. As we're running through the airport and we see, you know, Jamba Juice and <laughs> Auntie Anne's pretzels and, you know, we can get any one of them and that will, you know, make us feel good or maybe give us a sugar high or any one of, of these, maybe give us a little bit of indigestion, you know, <laughs> we can choose any of them, but we probably can't choose all of them. No. Because that would be, because that would be uncomfortable. It would be overload. So why do we do that with ideas and with thoughts? And because know. there's I no, because there's no difference. Right. Right. We just, um, I think a lot of times the thoughts just like, where they're there and we just don't distance ourselves from them. We're just too involved with them to notice really what's going on. So we too attached. Yeah. And we're also, we've been trained. I mean, we live in a society where we're, we are consumers and mm-hmm. we're being raised as consumers and so all these ideas of, you know, uh, all the different, I don't know, distractions that you were just talking about. Right. We're bombarded with them. And it's very hard to take a step back and say, oh, I'm being, you know, bombarded by all these advertisements. <laughs> right. We're raised not to miss things. Back when we were kids, you know, before uh, TiVos and being able to watch whatever we wanted online anytime, um, you know, like I can remember watching a TV show and seeing a commercial for another TV show and needing to pay attention because then I would miss that other episode or that, mm. you know, special, you know, with mm-hmm. the band that I really liked. And and so I would um, need to, to pay attention because I didn't know when I would hear about that again. Right. And, you know, I didn't have the internet to, 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 to look that up and to find out when it was. So I was, was super attached. Right. Even in schools. Um, you know, how many times have we heard, 
you know, a teacher say, I'm only going to say this once. You need to do, you know, this and this and this. And that, like, I sort of get what they're trying to do and and why they're trying to teach accountability. But would it be the worst thing in the world for them to say it again? Does the teacher berate them for saying, well, I told you this and you missed it. You need ah, to you know, so be accountable. Like, uh-huh. the, or do they say, that's okay. That's what life's about. Here's what you need to do to to make up that ground. You went on a little detour, but now here's what you need to do to make up that ground. Mm-hmm. Because that's more true to life than than I'm only going to say this once. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Would you ever do that to your students? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, even when I was teaching at I've taught at different universities and whatnot, um, my main requirement was that you came to class. You know, like just by coming to class every week, you will get a C. Right. And that was the accountability I had for my students. If you show up, you'll learn something. Yeah. If you don't show up, you're out of luck. Right. You know, you that you will miss an opportunity then. Hmm. Yeah. But if you have to miss a class, you know, I can work with you at another time if there's right. a, some emergency or whatever. Right. Yeah. And that's truer to life than training our kids to mm-hmm. to be hypersensitive. Well, we're not to, robots, you know what I mean? Right. We're all not robots. <laughs> right. You're a failure if you forget this one thing. Right. <laughs> that's uh, uh that's a tough that's a tough bar to live up to. Mm-hmm. And sort of takes away from I think what what we're what we as humans are really good at, which is which is being creative and right. being strategic and thinking deeply. And, and if we're trying to be a robot, we can't do those other things. No. So this is interesting. Itineraries, plans, and schedules. Sometimes they're good, especially if you can schedule in time. I mean, it's kind of crazy, but to schedule in time, to not be so scheduled. <laughs> You're scheduling in your meandering time, your me time. Right. I mean, I think that's kind of what we have to do in order to stay a balanced and focused and creative person. Right. You have to kind of schedule it in if your life is really crazy and you have a lot of commitments. Yeah. A lot of responsibilities. You owe it to yourself to schedule it in. And in that sense, the schedule's good. Right. Um, And for the love of all that is good, stop, stop thinking that, that, that one thing will fix anything. Yeah. There are no fixes. There's no um, easy fixes. No. <laughs> no. No easy fixes. And um and and let's lighten up a little. I mean, we're not robots and we're not superheroes and we can't do everything. Right. We can't we're not superheroes. How true is way. that? We're so glad you joined us. See you soon. Mm-hmm.